bits. This is one of our regular bit lights or a lit bytes or a bit let if you're in France. Um, as many of you probably realised yesterday, uh, we woke up to find that Adam Smythe, my pod partner, had gone solo and produced a wonderful pod about um, literature and computers. But um, we're clearly at that stage of our partnership where we're working in isolation, sending uh, our work only through our lawyers and uh, Skype. I'm sure fairly soon we'll marry entirely inappropriate women and uh, one of us will watch as they bang their head against a wardrobe and the other one will produce very tasty vegetarian sausages. I'm sure soon we'll be breaking up over podular differences, but Adam's excellent pod did get me thinking, and I thought in a, in a slightly alfresco, impromptu way I would try and respond. So I've downloaded my own piece of kit rather competitively, uh, the lovely Natural Reader, and partly because what Adam said chimes, in part because I spent inordinate amounts of time yesterday on a railway station being told by these automated voices, soothingly, uh, that life was all all right. I've also just moved house and have spent enormous amounts of time on phone tree being told that my call is very important to someone, but uh, without any real sense of who that someone was. It certainly wasn't desperately important to Richard Branson. Um, but it also chimed with two rather different experiences I had this week, um, one of which was at the O2 Arena where I saw Radiohead, and, and later at the Cheltenham Festival, a rather different um, a similarly moshing sort of experience where we saw uh, John Keats's new biographer, Nicholas Rowe, talk about his biography. And um, uh, my, I wondered how my little new bit of kit might work as a, a Radiohead tribute band. So here's one of their finest modes from, from OK Computer. And let's see what Natural Reader makes of this. Here we go. Fairer, happier, more productive, comfortable, not drinking too much. Regular exercise at the gym three days a week. Getting on better with your associate employee contemporaries. And ease. Well, that's wonderful, isn't it? Even, even better than the real thing. Um, I would have, would have played the piano part um, if it hadn't just been, been stolen. But, of course, that was, that was my wedding uh, dance. Uh, my wife and I uh, do love it. But um, it's an extraordinary moment, isn't it? So the sort of dehumanising effects of modern life where fun seems to be replaced by the need to stay fit um, the overarching impact of, of work and email on our home life, and um, it's, it's a rather extraordinary moment. But um, it sort of vaguely came to my mind um, when I met Nicholas Rowe after his talk um, and asked him what his actual first sort of love of Keats was, and his immediate answer was uh, the sounds and the songs of the verse. And I wondered actually how natural natural reader might make of that. So let's, let's listen to a little bit of what Keats's most famous poem, perhaps, uh, To Autumn, um, as read by Natural Reader. Here we go. Where are the songs of spring? I, where are they? Think not of them, thou hast fine music too. While barred clouds bloom the soft dying day, and touch the stubble plains with rosy hue, then in a wailful choir the small nets mourn, among the river shallows, borne aloft, or sinking as the light wind lives or dies. Lives or dies, indeed. Um, it's a rather extraordinary sort of um, uh, interpretation. It does have its own music, actually. Um, a sort of, rather than a dying fall, a sort of endlessly clambering fall to the end of uh, Thou hast thy music too! Um, as though uh, they're sort of being goosed as they read. Um, but where are the songs of spring, indeed, with uh, Natural Reader? It's a, it's a very strange thing, isn't it? Um, and a wailful choir and small nights more and wailful indeed. Um, but I wondered if it might actually work um, better um, with this another 
one of Keats's odes. Um, so let's see what he does with uh, Ode on a Grecian Urn, this, this rather infamous um, and rather difficult little passage. Um, Nick Rowe reminded us, I think, of how strange Keats is. So let's, let's um, see what Natural Reader does with this bit. Her melodies are sweet, but those in her are sweeter. Therefore, me soft pipes played on, not to the sensual ear, but more endeared, pipe to the spirit ditties of no tone. I like that, pipe to the spirit ditties of no tone. But it's a, it's a, he actually reads that rather nicely. There's the um, all those uh, light fluting pipes, spirit ditties, frictives and dental what's-its. Um, contrasted with that sort of slightly strange no tone. Um, and I think that uh, Natural Reader's uh, rather maudlin sort of interpretation works well there. But it's a very strange line that, isn't it? Not to the sensual ear, but more end-eared. You sort of know what Keats means, and he, he loved a pun, but end-eared seems um, gloriously strange and uh, hard to get your hands on. Um, what is an end-ear? Uh, where is the end of your ear? Um, but extra rather extraordinary moment. Um, I do rather like um, uh, this natural reader. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's full of fun. Um, of course, he's prone to the occasional mistake. Um, I noticed that I'd uh, downloaded a virus by accident that, uh, that made him say uh, the following. Um, Andrew Motion is a fine poet. He is an adept hairdresser. Andrew for the United States president. I bet Andrew looks good on the dance floor. I bet he does too, and um, but I thought I would leave you today with a little sing-along. Um, we at uh, Litbits aren't afraid to be popular, so all together now, um, let's uh, let's get this um, let's get this party started. Um, so uh, until next time, really had fun. Uh, see you soon. A good memory. Still, Still cries at a good, good film. Still, Still kisses with saliva. No mm. longer empty and frantic, like a cat tied to a stick. That's driven into frozen winter shit, the ability to laugh at weakness. Come, fitter, healthier and more productive. A big, in a cage, dumb antibiotics.